A nursing home in Taiwan hires strippers to dance for the old people. King Charles is a bit of a princess after the queen dies. And Pierre Poliev becomes the conservative nominee. All this on the Yasti Podcast. Yeah. That's right, um, motherfucker. Let's start with the... Uh, well, we're supposed to start with the, the main story, which is Pierre. But let's start with the nursing home, because that one's my favorite story. So this nursing yeah. home in Taiwan uh, has all these old people, and they hired strippers to come in and, and dance for the old people. Now, it, usually what you see with these things is they bring in, like, a dog, and all the old people pet the dog, you know, and it goes <laughs> into every room and visits people. But this place decided to get strippers. And if you can't see it, I really encourage you to Google it, Google nursing home strippers, because these these old men are so fucking excited to see them. And at first when I saw this headline, I was like, okay, this isn't good. But then I'm kind of changing my mind when I'm watching this video, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, it, you look at all these old people. They all look like... Remember Breaking Bad, Hector Salamanca, when he's in his chair, like, <laughs> they got this stripper dancing on them, and, you know, there's even a lady who's there, this older lady who's filming it, and it seems like it's a good experience. Right, but, and, and the strippers seem to be having a good time, too, because maybe they can see the joy that they're bringing to yeah. these nursing home people. They're not forced to be there, you know, they're there on, that's their job, and... And the old men love it, and they're, they're they, they love they, it. They, yeah, they're very grabby too. They're very grabby. They are very grabby, but you know that's part of the that's part of the the uh, the thing. Um, it says a nursing home has been forced to apologize for hiring a stripper to perform for senior citizens in wheelchairs. The veterans' home, okay, so these guys are veterans. A state-run facility for retired army personnel in Taiwan paid the adult entertainer for a steamy show to celebrate the Mid-Autumn Festival, an important holiday in Chinese culture, whereby people gather to celebrate the rice and wheat harvest of the season. Videos of the raunchy performance, which took place last Thursday, was filmed by an attendee, and it went viral on social media quickly. The kinky clip showed the masked-up erotic dancer in lingerie giving one elderly man a lap dance and thrusting her breasts into his face. The man doesn't appear to mind. However, he can be seen squeezing the woman's assets as she enthusiastically writhes her body. Other nursing home residents clapped along and enthusiastically seemed to relish the raunchy (laughs) show. But, this is where all the people come in to ruin the fun for everybody, the senior care facility was hit with a backlash and subsequently released a statement saying, the intention of the event was to entertain residents and make them happy. We are very sorry for the offense that was caused. Who is offended by this? I don't know, man. But that sucks because now these old men, this is the last time. Imagine like you were from the second floor and you heard this happen and you're like, well, well, thanks a lot, guys. We're not going to get it anymore, you know? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you fucking ruined it for all of us yeah like the one day and, you didn't go to the party you find out what happened at the party yeah exactly a stripper, and they, had a at, stripper. <laughs> they had a fucking and i didn't come <laughs> if you look at the video or the pictures you look at the other old men and they're like jealous look at that one there who's you know the one with the girl posing kind of like you know yeah. i don't know if uh he's like touching her private part there that one old man looks like he's envious. You yeah, know, he's he like, "Come on, hurry up! I want it to be my turn already." God damn it! Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're right, dude. I see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's pissed off. I mean, this—it's kind of like reminds me of like in in elementary school where like the janitor would let you come into the teachers' lounge and have pizza, and then like one of the teachers found out about it, 
and then got <laughs> mad at him and he was like sorry not allowed to let you guys in here anymore you know and yeah. ruin the fun for everybody kind of thing yeah yeah it's like good intentions and you know people are happy about it but there's always that one bad apple or you know who wants to ruin the party for everyone you know yeah and i don't know why they have to apologize i mean like these men are are, are men and they they enjoy seeing this just because they get old doesn't mean that they don't you know are no longer attracted to women and no don't want to have fun anymore they're adults everybody's consenting adults and you know i think what's probably good about this is that Mostly when you think about these kinds of parties, they bring in some crazy woman who has a little piano and paints her face and she goes, and now everybody stand up. The fall yeah. is coming. Uh, everybody, come on, Mr. Johnson, stand up. Yeah. And they like make them sing as if they're like two-year-olds. And you know these guys are like, come on, give me a break. They'd rather have a stripper. Exactly. No, 100%. Like We forget that these people lived alive like and they were our age at one point right. and they were probably thinking the same things that we thought and you know it was probably more wild back then too you know in the 50s in Taiwan I don't know maybe but I mean it's it's kind of sad because uh now the other the old other old people in the resident they're not going to be able to have that fun uh, I I agree and like I said I I honestly I thought this story was kind of crazy and cringy until I saw the expressions the on yeah the yeah. pictures the expressions on these men faces they seem so happy and the dancer seems so happy she can see the joy yeah, she's, she's smiling bringing. she's really really smiling yeah. she uh you know so anyway uh, a, a very and nice think story. about how long sorry no, just one last point but think about how long it's been since like mm. you know one of these men got to feel someone that ate, you know what right. i mean like they probably remember it all the time you know and it's like it's it's a big deal for them right. it's probably the best thing that happened to them that whole year right. you know and they're probably gonna they don't give they're gonna live off of that moment for probably the next four months remembering it talking about it amongst each other at their card games and at their dinners <laughs> yeah and, you know yeah exactly it just like you know i feel like if I mean, I know the resident's home did it, but just picture this. You be like the son coming to visit me. I'm an old man. Okay. Hey, Dad, how you doing? <laughs> I'm good, I'm good. And you know what happened last week? What happened? They brought a girl. They brought a girl and she came and she, she danced for us and she was wearing a bit of... Lingerie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got I got a different one for you. Okay, you're the, you're the old man, and yeah. and last week they had the stripper come in, and yeah. this week it's a different party, and I'm the woman <laughs> they brought in this time. Okay. Okay. Hi everyone, my name is Maggie, and this is my border collie retriever, Sandra. Oh. Oh. Everybody's. Can we get the girl from last week? <laughs> what? No. What was her name? Li Zhang. No. No. Why don't we? Everybody's going to get a chance to pet the dog. So everybody say hi to the dog. Oh, no. Get that mutt away from me. (laughs) I don't want to see your filthy animal. Bring bring the girl from the cute little girl from last week, Li Zhang. Li Zhang. (laughs) (laughs) No, but what I was trying to get into with the bit is that, like, you're the son, you're visiting me. And I'm, I'm like, listen, you don't have to come anymore. Just just hire that stripper from last week. I don't think I think that'll be good enough. Well, I think that they've discovered something. Um, I mean, look, honestly, I had never even considered this. I remember when I first heard that they were sending dogs into um, old people's homes. I remember thinking, 
wow, that's such a good idea. Like dogs are so loving and caring mm -hmm. and it gives old people someone to something to pet and care for. Like what a great idea. And now I see they're bringing strippers in. <laughs> I have the same reaction. I'm like, wow, what a great idea. <laughs> you know? Honestly, imagine they built a strip club in the in the senior <laughs> home. <laughs> That could be a big money maker for the, the you know the Dude, place. Dude, I think if you had an old people's home, you know how they all have amenities like oh this one has a pool yeah, and yeah. it has a bowling alley. If the, if yeah. you built one with a strip club in it, I think that would be like <laughs> genius idea. It'd be a game and by the way, yeah. not just for you know girls listening to this, not just for men. I think they should have male strippers too for the for yeah. the women and uh, and yeah and let them have fun in their in their golden years, you know. Yeah, exactly. Friday is for the for the boys, and then Saturdays for the girls. <laughs> exactly. <you know>? exactly. <laughs> they get, yeah, they just get the strippers come with their big dongs, and the girls face are like, oh, that's lovely. <laughs> you know what? It would probably be a gold mine for those strippers because these old people, like, oh yeah, what did they have all this money in the bank saved up, and what do they spend their money on? Like fucking crackers and you know, like little groceries and stuff. No, yeah, <laughs> they blow their yeah. all their money on the strippers. <laughs> But then you'd get the fucking kids who are like, yeah. God damn it, I want my, my you know, like the, the will, the exactly, money from the will. Exactly. They'd try, try to come and shut it down. Exactly. They totally would. They'd be like, Dad, you can't be spending money on strippers. Son, I never fucking loved you. I like Li Zhang. <laughs> I'm going to give her all my money. She actually listens and cares about what I have to say. She's not checking her phone every time she's here. <laughs> Li Zhang deserves it more than you, you piece of shit. Dad, you gave her $1,000 last night. <laughs> yeah, I did. It's better in her pussy than your pocket. <laughs> 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 I don't want to talk to you anymore. Give me Lee Zhang. <laughs> Dad, but what about you have all this money, you've worked so hard, and you're just going to blow it away all on these strippers? Uh, or we, or maybe he's like, he's like, Dad, for your birthday, I thought we could have a party and we could bring your grandkids and we could have Sandra and Jason come over. No, no. Really, no. Zhang. Really, Zhang. <laughs> Bring Li Zhang and the rest of the crew. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I got to cut us off here so we go out on a high note. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, okay, so that's the nursing home stripper thing. Wait, wait. <laughs> Sorry. It's like <laughs> we can't bring Li Zhang, but we'll bring Grandma because <laughs> they're trying to cut the cost. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, that's kind of greasy. All right, okay. okay. So um, so over the, um, over the weekend, we had some pretty big news in Canadian politics uh it was the primaries for to select the conservative candidate um and basically the, they had the election and the guy who won's name is pierre poliev and he won with it by a landslide he won by a whole lot so let's 68 percent. yes think he got 68 percent of the vote so almost 70 percent of the vote so let's go through uh the candidates quickly and i want to get your thoughts on each one of them um and we'll end with Pierre. So first we have Scott Atchison, who only got 1% of the vote. Now this guy is a guy from, uh, I think he's from like Alberta or Saskatoon or something like that. Mm -hmm. And he's kind of a, he's kind of your, just your average NPC fill in the blank Canadian guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Just a regular white guy. Yeah. Just a regular white guy. Then you got this guy, Roman Babber. He's kind of like the, lo <laughs> the loser of the group, in my opinion. <laughs> 
He's got the weird haircut, right? The like the Julius Caesar hair. Yeah, he's got like the bowl cut that his mom did for him on the way out the door. You know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm Roland Barber. I'm gonna deal with you. Uh, that's Joe Biden. And he and he always kind of acted like the loser. Like he would always be like, yeah. I know I'm not the most popular guy on this stage. Like he would always kind of shoot himself Downplay in the himself. foot. Yeah, but he ended up getting five percent. He got more than Scott Atchison. People liked him. I don't know why people liked him. Maybe they're like they saw themselves in him or something. Well, he, uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's that's pretty much the best way you could put it. Because everyone so. else is like, hi, ha, ha, you know, like they're, they're right, like right. He wasn't humans. too intense, you know. Um, yeah. But he also didn't seem like he really wanted to be prime minister. He didn't really seem like he cared that much. He looks like a janitor. He doesn't look like a prime minister. <laughs> well, like imagine this guy going up against Xi Jinping. You know, exactly, like, like exactly. Trump. Imagine him representing the country at, at anything. Like if he's that's already what, apologizing for being on fucking stage, he's gonna apologize to all the. Well, that's what I would have done if I would have been Pierre. I would have been like, do you? Real, like everybody, be honest with yourselves. Do you want anybody on this stage to represent Canada? To when it goes to a, a G, G7, G8, like G20, do you want this to be what people see as Canadians? Roman Babber, this fucking loser here? You want this guy to be representing yeah, exactly. the country? Uh, then you had Jean Charest. He was the, you know, the French-Canadian guy of the group. He ended up getting yeah. 16% uh, of the he vote. He was very corrupt, too, back in the day. He, he like worked, I think, allegedly, he like was doing a bunch of backroom deals and stuff. What he did, I think... I don't know too much, but I think he's building buildings and they're choosing just contractors. Yeah. No bidding. He was, they were Stuff never like able to, to prove it, but he was basically, he was in charge when all the mafioso construction stuff was going on in Montreal. And he also uh, worked with Huawei. He kind of like helped represent them during the whole thing that happened. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So he's kind of like, uh, he's in it for the money, but I mean, well, he's a he career looked, politician. He's like a, a yeah. Canadian Clinton kind of thing, you know? Yeah, he also, but he, that's the thing. He looks the most, um, I guess you could say, like, gritty guy. You know, he's the most uh, calloused-looking guy on stage. He's also a very talented politician. Like, when you yeah. listen to him, like, your first instinct is to be like, wow, this guy is pretty impressive. Like, I want to hear what he has to say. Very yeah. charismatic. He's able to connect with people. He's able to take really complicated issues and kind of make them simple, which is what politicians mm -hmm. are usually good at doing. Mm. Um because, you know, people don't like to not understand things. So when you have a politician who can take a complicated subject and just make it like, hey, this issue is as simple as apple pie. And yeah. you like apple pie. And people are like, yes, I do. Mm -hmm. Yes, I do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So that's, do basically, like apple pie. <laughs> that's basically what he did. And everybody knows in the South, you can't bake an apple pie without turning on the oven. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's that's kind of his thing, and then you had and Leslie you Candace Ann. Owens. <laughs> well, Shan, you had Leslie Ann Lewis, uh, who was kind of like the wacko of the group. She ended up getting ten percent of the vote, which is pretty impressive. No, but um, that's why she's like she's very like fundamental Christian. She's like, I don't believe you should be getting an abortion, right? Yeah, she's like trying to reignite this abortion debate in Canada, which has been settled for years. Nobody no. wants to rehash that. No way. And she's like kept bringing it up at every debate and she would always yell. And but um, but anyway, she looked and like was, she's off her rockers. Yeah, she did. And she was off her rocker. She definitely was. Anybody who and, I, you know, they're going to say, oh, that's your opinion. No, like watch this woman speak. She 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 she's not all there, in my opinion. Also. Then you got Pierre Polyev. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Perfect. Mr. Hair is always gelled in the perfect direction. Yeah. He has every fact at the tip of his fingers 
um, very smart guy. He's like a calculator, you know? Yeah, yeah. But he's not as charismatic as Jean Charest. He's not as charismatic as Justin Trudeau, and that's what's no. going to hurt him in the election. We'll see if Canadians but are was really... Harper was Harper charismatic as Justin Trudeau? I no, he like wasn't. Come, he wasn't, but Harper breed. was elected before social media. Harper was elected when young people didn't really pay attention to voting and didn't pay attention to elections, and elections weren't you know, decided because of social media and stuff. It was, you know, it, people watched things on TV. You watched the big debates on CBC News on TV. And yeah, that was yeah, Harper's yeah. time, you know? Well, it was a different time. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I agree with you. But then again, there's so many people that like those Ben Shapiro destroys, you know, liberals. And like, that's kind of like what Pierre Polyev, he comes from the same breed, you know? He's like the same... Like, I will destroy you with facts, you know? Right, but how does He's that play a... in Canada? In Canada, you know, where we elected Justin Trudeau the last, you know, two terms. Like, you know, yeah. M- Mr. Mr. Fluff, Mr. BS, Mr. Yeah, can't answer a question. All he's going to do is reroute it to about, you know, uh, Canada uh, is one uh, country united. Uh, like, you yeah, know. but we're on our third term with this guy, correct? Or is it the second term? This is his second. Well, this will be his, his third term if he runs again. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like we've had it all. Like we've seen this guy. What's your other option? No, Yag third Meet? term because we had uh, it was him against Harper. He did an early. He, d- he did an early debate. Uh, an early election this time because then he went against. Yeah, he called a snap Har- election. It was Shear, first. It was Harper Shear and then Aaron Tool. O'Toole. Right. Yeah. But he didn't Aaron do a full O'Toole. second term because he called an election. Exactly. He was up in the polls, which was a good call, but. Could they do that uh, with the next election or no? I think he can do it anytime he wants. So it's only him who gets to decide, right? Yeah, it's only him, the party in power. Mm. I don't know, man. I, 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 don't, I don't know how it's going to go. But anyways, we have a long time. Let's, let's see what happened with his, his address here. Yeah, so he wins. He wins with 70% of the vote. Um, he becomes the conservative nominee. And then, uh, yeah, so then he speaks in this interview. So why don't you play his clip? Sure. I just got headphones in, but I guess we could put it in afterwards, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you want to play it? Or? Thank you very much for coming. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I appreciate your presence here today. Uh, before I begin, let me just say that. Uh, if, if, thank, thank you very much. Am I being? I'm being heckled here by, by, by the. By, thank you very much for your congratulations. Thank you very much for your questions. I'm going to begin my remarks now. Justin Trudeau is out of touch, and Canadians are out of money. The cost of government is driving up the cost of living. A half a trillion dollars of inflationary deficits have bid up the cost of the goods we buy and the and the interest that Canadians pay. And that is why and that is why we are experiencing 40 year highs in inflation today. Furthermore, inflationary inflationary deficits are also the inflationary taxes that are driving up the cost for workers and businesses to produce the goods that we buy. On top of that, so I, I played a little bit more of it because I wanted people to get a taste of uh, of him. You can kind of hear in his voice that nasally thing. You can kind of get a picture of him. He wears glasses. Like I said, his yeah. hair is always perfectly gelled. Um, but yeah, he, he's getting heckled in that clip. Wait, 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 but then he confronts the heckler. You don't see? Oh, him? he does. You want to keep yeah, going? Yeah, he confronts it. Yeah. Okay. 
Trudeau proposes yet more spending to bid up costs even further. The more, things the more he spends, the more things cost. It is just inflation. And uh, here we are today with 40-year highs in inflation, where Canadians are spending more just to feed themselves, to heat their homes, and to buy a home in the very first place. The reason that... The, look, yeah. So, I mean, we, we have, we, we have uh, basically a, a liberal heckler who snuck in here today. Pause it. To, well, we have uh, uh, basically a liberal heckler. Trump would be so different. He'd be like, excuse me, excuse me. I'm talking right now. Get him out of But this guy's like, uh, uh, we have a liberal heckler, you know, keep it going. But just these are the little things that I want you to like, look, compared to. Yeah, sorry, hold on. My AirPod is giving me an issue here. I'll put the other one in. Yeah, but um, you're going to see. It's kind of almost painful to see him, like, re like control the situation. Well, we, we've been you playing the clip for a while. Does it, get, does it get better? Should I keep going? It does. It does. Sorry it? for not – I should have, like, looked at a better time, like, when it plays. But just keep playing it because, like, you'll see. All right. Okay. Are you going to let me make my misstatement? From the guy who actually reported yeah. first on the prime minister breaking the law. Yeah. Are you going to we let me make like my statement? Ask a question. Say, yes, I've, never, I've actually never seen you heckling the prime minister. Ask minister I've never Bear seen you heckling the prime minister. Look, bottom line is this. Yes, I'm taking, I will be taking two questions at the very end. Thank you very much. The, uh, so I'm going to start my statement again. And hopefully this time without interruption. That's basically from, it. I uh, mean, it keeps going because, uh, like, he, he, the guy has no respect. He keeps, like, you know, interrupting him, like, in between. But I don't think he handled it well, you know? If that was me, like, I would have kicked him out. I, I, I agree, and I don't know why there wasn't anybody there to kick him out. The other thing, though, is that that is not the type of behavior that Canadians respond well to, in my opinion, right? So in America, what people will cheer when Donald Trump is, get him out of here. Get him out of here! Like where people like that sort of aggressive, tough, you know, behavior. And you know, back in my day, they would have brought him out of here on a stretcher. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, don't you miss the days where they'd rough him up? You know, like that. That type of stuff doesn't play in Canada. Now that said, he does appear weak on this, and this isn't something that I'm noticing for the first time here. You noticed it in the debates. In the debates, everybody. All of the candidates knew that he was the front runner, and they were all trying to take shots at him in, in their answers. And he didn't really respond well to it. And especially when he would be answering and somebody would be talking over him, trying to attack, he didn't, he wasn't good at like firing back. You almost have that look in his face where he seems weak. He, it, it almost like yeah. you're seeing a little boy being bullied. That's what you see in his eyes. Mm -hmm. No, I, I completely agree. And there's instances in this clip where you see his eyes. He, he almost looks like he's waiting for the guy to come back and punch him again and to interrupt him again. He's like waiting for mm. that cue. You know, he's not mm -hmm. he's not taking charge of the situation. And, you know, but, and, and I mean, the liberal heckler thing is like it's almost like a half ass uh, insult. It doesn't seem like I like I, I agree with you. It doesn't fly with Canada, but. If that's going to happen, why not just take the Canadian approach and be like, excuse me, you're being very rude right now, and I'm trying to give a speech, and I'm 100%. not going to be able to do it if you keep doing this. So why don't you stop being right. a baby and let me do my speech? That's way, right. you know, not liberal heckler, you know, what is that?
I totally agree. I totally agree. I think you should have taken that approach. I should have been like, you know, that's very rude. There's a lot of people here that have come to hear this speech. I've prepared for it myself. Can we can we please get this man out of here? I would have done the same thing. Um, but he, no, he doesn't take that. And hopefully, you know, we're very early on in the in, in the race. So somebody from his staff, hopefully he's going to point this out and they're going to work on mm -hmm. it. Um, but yeah, no, he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't give a, a an appearance of strength or anything in this case no but yeah and that's the thing it's when he talks it's very scripted it's like and just inflation you know it's not like uh you know it's it, it's he's got his talking scripted. points yeah. and he he gets uh he gets kind of baffled when you try to push him away from those things you know 100 he's not very good at um, improvising or just going off script and he looks tired in this clip. I don't know if, you know, he's been he's been pushing really hard and hopefully he gets to take a little break now before he starts going after Justin Trudeau, but um but he looks tired. It's true. He look he does look pretty tired. Um okay, you want to move to the next story, King Charles? King Charles, you mean Princess Charles? Yeah, Princess Charles, which which also leads us into the topic of the day. So let's uh let's go ahead and cue that off. And now it's time for El Tema del Día, the topic of the day. Okay, so the topic of the day is to be humble and kind, and we are seeing uh, what not to do with King Charles. Cheyenne, you want to introduce this story? Yeah, I mean, the other day I, I was scrolling on uh, my feed, and then I saw a video of King Charles getting pretty angry and refusing to clear off a messy desk. Uh, because he's getting dragged so much for it. I mean, like, I mean, now he's getting dragged for it so much. But yeah, he 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 has like this attitude where it's like, I won't do this. And if you watch the video, he 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 like almost looks at the 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 servant or whatever. Like he's like, do this, just do it. Like, and it's literally like a thing that he could move over. You know what I mean? A little thing. <laughs> yeah. Do you see the video? And then yeah, to, yeah, yeah. And then today he he gets frustrated because uh, he has to use his, uh, a pen. Like he he's whining about a pen over here. Yeah, I mean, look, he he's he's the king. He's the king of England now, and he was he was he was uh, Queen Elizabeth's son, and he's raised in royalty. You know, he's the definition of being born with a silver spoon in your mouth. So, you know, this is a guy who's never had to do a day's work in his life and he just parades around and waves and shakes people's hand. Everybody who meets him is meeting royalty, right? So they all look at him in the eyes as if he's, is, you know, this amazing person. And and so, yeah, what does it give? He, he's too good to clean off a desk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. And I'm just watching this video of him being upset about using the pen He's like, oh, I can't use this. Oh, God, I hate this. <laughs> oh, look, it's going everything. Oh, I am King Charles. I hate this. Uh, the planet must change, and we must all uh, start becoming more considerate with what we do. Oh, yes, bring me a new pen. This one is, is not good. I want a plastic pen. Please bring me a plastic pen, one that I can't reuse later on. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's uh he's maybe being a little bit of a baby. But you know what? He's going to he's going to do that for the rest of his life and nothing's going to change. It's true. Um okay, the next story, well, I you know, let make the final point on that. Be nice. Be nice with people. You know, when you're in a store and you're talking to fast food workers and just be nice. Like would you want to be in their position? Uh, you know, like I've noticed this thing where like people think that to be rich and to be 
like cool and famous is to, is to be rude to like service workers and people that are below you. Like that's not cool. Don't do that. I was at uh, AMC the other day. We went to see a movie, and um, AMC, I guess, because they're kind of like they're 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 not doing well after the pandemic. They have this new thing where it's like A list members. Uh, you can join like AMC and pay like monthly and you're like an A-list member and there's a special line for you for popcorn that you get to cut everybody else and there's a special line for you to buy tickets you cut everybody else. It's like Nexus. It's like Nexus and then you get to choose like the best seats in the theater to sit down. You have like first class seats in the theater and uh, and so I'm in the popcorn line, the regular line because I'm not an A-list member of AMC unfortunately and like this girl is with her boyfriend in the A-list line and she keeps like trying to go but like our line is really really long and everybody's kind of like rushing to go every time there's a free person to give popcorn like they're trying to cut her off and so she starts to get pissed and then finally when I go I like pretend like I don't see her so I run to the person to get there before her and she comes up and she's like excuse me I'm an A-list member and like literally like three people have cut in front of me and she starts like yelling at this guy and it's like, lady, like, like who the f- like what the fuck are you doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she th- she's all she thinks she's so good because she's an A list member of AMC. Like, look, you're yelling at the popcorn guy. Like, you know, like it's not a good look. And um and you know, why don't you be a little bit nicer to him? Because it's Saturday night and he's fucking serving people popcorn, and you probably wouldn't want to be doing that. So. I just think people need to like relax and they need to be a little bit nicer. That's all. That's the point. No. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's the thing. Like you walk in there like a king, you know, you think like, oh, just because you can order all these things and that person's doing you something, you know, a service, you have to tell them like in a, in a way of authority, you know, but right. I guess that's the problem. People have been taught that the customer's always right. And <laughs> most times they aren't. <laughs> And they take out their frustrations on the service work. Yeah. You know, their job, their boss is a dick to them at their work, and they, they take it out on the guy at McDonald's. It's stupid. Um, all right. Last story of the day um, is New York City is polling to push a possible sugary drink warning. So basically, you know, the, the warnings that you see on cigarette packs, uh, New York City is looking to pass a law that would require companies to put those types of labels on drinks that had a lot of sugar in them. So it says, sorry, it's raining here, this thunder. It says the food industry chains like Starbucks would, re- would be required to add sugar content warnings to menu items such as fountain soda, smoothies, coffee drinks, and even salads under a new bill being introduced by the city council majority leader, Kenneth Powers. The proposed rule would mainly apply to fast food businesses with 15 or more ounces of sugar in their products. In addition to Starbucks, it would include Subway, Dunkin', and McDonald's. Uh, we have started to take measures clearly to make sure that New Yorkers are informed about what they're eating, whether it's calorie counts, restaurant grades, or sodium counts. New Yorkers deserve better information. And then they have a picture here of the warning label that they would put on stuff. And it's really ugly, right? So when you think about a nice Frappuccino or, or a Coke you would drink, can't imagine having this big logo on it. And the logo reads, warning, drinking beverages with added sugars contributes to obesity, diabetes, and tooth decay. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, what do you think about well, this? I think it's a pretty good step because a lot of people were complaining about, um, the, the government not doing enough for, uh, you know, people being fat and obese and that being a high, uh, percentage, you know, rate of people dying from the pandemic was because they were overweight and unhealthy. So I don't think it's bad because, you know, at least people like 
you know, they, some people just, it doesn't register into their brains that yes, I'm eating this thing. And then that's, what's making me fat. It's like, they're just going to keep eating it. But until they realize that me putting this thing in my mouth is actually contributing to my unhealthiness is, you know, you have to have like something that's going to let them know if they're that, uh, unaware. So I don't think it's a really bad thing. But then again, on the flip side of that, it's like, what if, you know, you're not one of those unhealthy people and you want to go enjoy like a, like a Krispy Kreme or whatever. And then all of a sudden you're turned off by that label, you know? So I don't know. Yeah, I I agree with everything you said. I think uh, people need to be reminded that, you know, having a Coke every day with all that sugar is going to cause you long-term effects to your health, you know, and, and very serious ones, heart disease, diabetes, like these are not diseases that you want to get. They're going to cause you to die at a very young age. And, um, you know, we have that message drilled into us when it comes to cigarettes. We know that's bad. We know it's going to kill us when we're smoking a cigarette. We think about that. I mean, I say we, I mean, in general, but people think about that, um, and the same thing doesn't necessarily happen with sugar, right? You eat a chocolate bar or drink a Coke, you don't necessarily think, oh my God, this could possibly kill me. And obviously one of them won't, but if you're having one every day. Um, but the problem is, is that it could lead to some issues, you know, in actual stores and stuff when people are ordering drinks. And the first thing, they tried it at an actual uh, location here at a Starbucks where this guy tried to order a Frappuccino and the person behind the counter had to tell him, that there was, you know, a lot of sugar in it, and it, it caused a bit of an issue here. So let's play that video for you now. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, I have it here. Yeah, um, I would like to... Hello, sir, welcome to Starbucks. How can I help you? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'd like to order the, the bacon uh, sandwich, the breakfast bacon sandwich, two actually make that two um and a large caramel frip okay would you like that toasted yeah 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 yeah. i'd like it toasted please and i'd like a um a a, a large frappuccino with a whipped cream and a caramel and um, and if you could put no ice please okay no ice and do you want caramel caramel drizzle on the top yeah (laughs) a lot if you could put a little extra, actually, that'd be great. Okay, sir, just to let you know, with the new New York City law, I am obliged to tell you that this beverage has more than 50 grams of sugar, which is three times your daily dose intake. Um, oh. Would you still like, would you still like to order it? Let me see the menu. Actually... I think I'm just going to go with it. <laughs> I think I'm just going to get the what I want to. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, sir, just so you know that this the large is is 3 times your daily intake for sugar. Um mm. if you take the smaller size, it's only one time your daily intake. Would you like to switch it to a small? Um, just let me think about it for a second. Do I want a large? Do I want a small? Small is better for me. Uh, medium. Um, yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to get a large. <laughs> okay. Is, is that just for you or are you going to share that with someone else? <laughs> hmm. Um, uh, I, I think I'm just going to share. I'm going to. 
I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna have it myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, sir. Here's your frappuccino and your two bacon mm, sandwiches. Mm, thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> All right, well, that's the video. So you can see that, you know, it can cause... I mean, just look look how long that took yeah. in the line. That could possibly, you know, cause backups in Starbucks that are already long lines and stuff, you know. So there are other, you know, implications into this law that maybe they 100%, haven't thought of. Yeah, people start to second guess. They have to, like, think about it for a second because usually people, when they know they want something, they're going to get it right away, you know. They don't want to... Unless right. you're, like, some Karen who has no job, no nothing to do, and you're, like... Maybe I'll get the. Is this one good? Actually, I'm gonna try this one. You know, uh, actually, on second thought, can I actually add? Uh, you know, or like someone. Is it too late to change? Yeah, my... is it too late to change my order? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or like fucking trying samples out. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, you know, it's a, it's something to consider. I think it has a good. It's a good intention, and uh, their heart is in the right place, but. They're not thinking of all of the possible side effects of yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think we we don't need this law. <laughs> all right, everybody. Well, that's the show for today, uh, for Wednesday, September 14th. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be back on uh, Thanks for Friday. listening, guys. We'll be back. <laughs>